Yes, hello, folks. Once again, I'm your host, as you already know, Angel. And welcome once again to the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. I'm so glad and excited to be back again. This is a back-to-back episode, and I'm so thrilled and honored and blessed uh, to be here once again on this platform. Thank you guys for tuning in, for sharing. Facebook followers, please share, share, comment, like, uh, and YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, as you already know, and go ahead and go out there and uh, share as well on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, whatnot. Thank you guys for joining this podcast once again. Uh, Tuesday, pre-hump day, as they call it, of course, you know, we're halfway through, almost halfway through this week, so I've been uh, honored to have such a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. A lot of rain out here in Florida, but we are doing good. Anyways, guys, thank you again for joining us. As you already know, at the end of this podcast, I will have the audio download available in the Anchor app or anchor.com, okay? And it's also brought to you by Google Podcasts and Spotify. So I'm going to have all those links there. I'm going to have the link to the YouTube channel as well. So guys, this is going to be a great, great episode. I hope you enjoy it just as much as I know I'm going to enjoy it. But before we continue, as you already know, I got to promote what I do, and I'm, of course, they call me here like the mailman. They call me the post, the mailbox guy here. So fill out, uh, follow me on drymailbox.com. Look up that website if you ever need a mailbox replacement. Here in Florida, of course, you know, there's millions of mailboxes out here that are not in good shape and need uh, some attention. Feel free to contact me. Uh, look me up on that website. Also, my virtual store for 4 Life Research, my wife and I would do a fantastic uh, business from home. Uh, with natural supplements. If you ever into natural supplements, then look no further. This is also brought to you by Gold Factor. If you don't know what Gold Factor is, I invite you to look up that website and Rio Vida. Trust me. These are natural supplements that you're going to love. Trust me. We're the number one in the immune system company. Okay. So now that we got that all out the way, ladies and gentlemen, I am so thrilled and honored to have a special young man, talented brother, uh, a dude that is certified self-leadership with the John Maxwell team. If you guys know who John Maxwell is, okay, this is one of my favorite books right here. John C. Maxwell, Developing the Leader Within You. This is one of my favorite books, okay? This book is, has so many uh, pages that I've looked at over the years, and that's one of the oldest books. I, I, I don't remember how I got that book, but that book landed in my life, and let me tell you, it really helped me out. Uh, develop a lot of leadership skills. So today I have the honor to have a young gentleman that is certified with that team from Maryland, um, Baltimore, Maryland, okay, home of the Ravens. Yes, sir. So ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him on. Yes, he is ready. Yes, home of the Ravens. Come on, Dominic. What's up, brother? Woo! My man Angel in the building, baby. Recognize the Ravens, <laughs> baby. One of the greatest football teams on earth, baby. Woo! Yes, Entrepreneur mindset, yes. baby. Let's get it. I know. <laughs> How you think your team's going to be doing this year, man? Yeah, we're going to be doing good, man. We're definitely going to be doing good, keeping it optimistic because, hey, we're usually a contender more years than we're not. So, hey, we're going to be we're gonna be okay. We got some more folks uh, in the wide receiving core, folks getting some coaching. So, hey, exactly. Lamar's got more weapons. Got to keep Lamar protected and hopefully keep a good backup ready, too, <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, not speaking no ill will, but I, I got to be realistic, too. It's like, hey, we got to have a good backup just in case. But, yeah, man, I looking know, forward bro. to the season. <laughs> Listen, my family, we're from all from Chicago. We're Chicago Bears fans. So, 
you know, there's going to a lot of changes there. Hopefully that new uh, rookie quarterback gets us uh, over that hump and get us uh, at least into the playoffs further than what we've, we've been going through. So, anyways, that's a different topic to talk about in some other time. But how you doing, Dom? How's everything going down there? Man, things are good. Um, in the land of charm, crime, crab cakes, and cicadas, uh, we're – Got these wonderful <laughs> bugs that pop up every 17 years called the cicadas. They're these big, yeah. fat, blind insects that just fly all over the darn place and they have this giant mating party for a few weeks. And when wow. they're in heat, when it's like 80, 90 degrees, they be screaming extra loud and waiting to reproduce and whatnot. And I'm like, God dang. All right. <laughs> I was glad I got noise canceling stuff now for my computer because, man, oh, man, that the Sometimes they be screeching it a lot in the middle of the day, be ruining some of my podcasts. Yeah, be like God dang, man, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you being here, man. I appreciate your time. So let's get right into. I like to talk about people's story, you know, how you get started. But before you get started and what you're doing now, like let's talk about the Dominic Brightmon that was born and raised. Where? How, what was your family uh, raised you like? Uh, what did you learn from your parents? If your parents, you know, of course, some parents were present, not present, whatnot, you know, siblings and stuff. Tell, tell us a little bit about when you were growing up, what were your uh, uh, your dreams, your inspiration that wanted, you wanted to do once you finished high school and all that stuff? Oh, yeah, man. Like childhood man. definitely was great for the most part because I was able and blessed to be able to have both my mother and my father in my life. My father, he was actually a paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne Division and served for the U.S. Army, and he fought in World War II, had two com- combat jumps during that time, wow. and he also served during the Korean War. And my mother, she was all big into education. She got all the way up to her master's degree in psychology, if I'm not mistaken, and wow. she was basically my first ever public speaking coach. And my big brother, he was always a great horse within me because my parents, well, you know, if my dad fighting World War II and all, he wouldn't be able to wrestle with me as much and would not <laughs> do the whole man stuff. So that was my brother's fault always okay. just playing with him and all that good stuff. So yeah, up, up, like upbringing was good. Like it was usually one of three places, either play, play with my friends or in school or basically in church because my dad was also a man of faith uh, too because that yeah. kept him through during his time serving overseas and Heck, even his father, <laughs> my grandfather in a way, was yeah. a minister. So he, uh-huh. even though even though he wasn't the minister, he still believed in church and he still believed in faith. And he wanted to make sure that I had that faith instilled within me as well. So that's really one of the main core found uh, one of the main core yeah. values of my foundation is faith. Wow, that's awesome, man. That's that's a great yeah. Well, that's some great role models he had there, man. Your father and your mom and. And your blessing went out. So what were your plans? What did you, when you finished high school, what did you do after high school? Man, high school, I went straight to community college after that because I was like, because my grades freaking suck. I went to a private high school <laughs> and they ah. gave you the beat downs, man. You, your grades were basically 70% of your tests. So you basically, if you took you know how to take tests and you studied well, you'd be fine because 70% of your grade was test. The other 30% classwork, homework, and whatever the heck else they gave you. And yeah. I probably had like, shoot, maybe 2.5 GPA leaving. So I'm like, I ain't going to no big school, to be honest. Get out of here. Co- college wasn't even, I yeah. wouldn't see it as a big, big thing for me. Plus a couple of my friends went there too. And I was like, oh yeah. And besides in Maryland, it's like, if you graduate with an associate, you're automatically allowed into a four-year school. So I'm like, oh, I'll just go to a 
community college, get That's my grades did, yeah. up and think. Yep, there we go. So we're peace yeah. the pot in that regard. And plus it saves money too, because my God, universities. Absolutely. Oh God, like pay all that money just for a job to pay off years of debt that debt. like you're <laughs> no. I'm so glad I didn't go that route. I'm no, me neither, get... man. <laughs> It's hard. I mean, it's not for everyone, you know. It's it's just not for everyone. It's saying that you know, it's not. I mean, if you could do it, then hey, go ahead and do it. But you know, it's just not for everyone, you know. So, Dom, um, I know you're into a lot of reading. Like, how how did you get into reading? How, how many books do you read like in a month? Is there like a number or is something that you're just you just you're bored and you just read? <laughs> Funny enough, my reading speed has actually slowed down. I'd say a lot in the past year, the pandemic kind of flipped things in reverse for him because when the pandemic hit, I was like, oh man, I got all this time to read. I got like stacks of these books are waiting to finish. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, let me go ahead and do it. But it worked in reverse. I actually read less books. Like my original goal was to read 50 plus books a year. And wow. I did that every year from 2012 to 2019. Last year I was 11 shy of actually reaching the 50 i got about 39 completed books because i switched over to youtube listening to a lot more podcasts and yeah since i do have a podcast or interview a bunch of authors around the globe getting into right. their heads and seeing how they think to keep it professional and learn how they think like that kind of slowed me down a lot and plus i got back into gaming too so i'd say i'd, I'd probably read about it i'd say and on average say good two books a month is probably my average now it used to be Anywhere yeah. between four and six, but now it's like <laughs> probably <laughs> I'd say at least a good two if I'm lucky because I like yeah. a lot of my content consumption when I'm not creating is usually through YouTube and through podcasts. Podcast. So, podcast. Even, so yeah, speaking man. of the podcast, I see that we have I have you following. Uh, I want my followers to go to the follow the going going north podcast with Dom. Man, that's an awesome podcast. I, I know. I think it was yesterday you had a pastor. Out yeah, there. man. Yeah, man, man. I was listening to some of it today, man. That was awesome, man. That was an awesome podcast. So, guys, I invite you to follow his podcast. So, speaking of the podcast, how did you get started with the podcast? How was that for you? Yeah, the podcast is kind of interesting. You know how sometimes in life you have a goal and then you have this big thing that you want to fulfill, but you have a side quest that life throws at you and you yeah. get misdirected or redirected? Well, I published my first book in 2016 called Going North, Tips and Techniques to Advance Yourself. Then my father passed away from dementia six months after the book was published. Oh, and man. yeah, then about a good three months after he passed, I finally launched the podcast as a way to not only market my own book since I was my first one. And I figured, hey, some, you got to bury the man and continue the plan here because he was a man of action, wanted me to be a man of action too, Absolutely. in addition to faith. And realizing that making it more about others instead of me because my life motto is advance others to advance yourself and if i can just really enlist others in my own advancement and helping them advance in the process then it'll make it a lot funner because the podcast itself was originally about interviewing a few authors out of the maryland area since i knew a few giving them a platform to get their voices heard yeah. and mostly self-published yeah. authors too especially since there's so many of them nowadays and folks don't know what the heck they're doing so this would be a Nice opportunity to be a little selfish too and learn from their stories, their inspiration, the trials and tribulations and whatnot. Yeah, what you're doing. And it led to me just interviewing folks all over the world. Like right now, I think the 
unofficial count is actually 438 episodes for the podcast. I see that. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I said, man, I'm on number 13. Man. I got a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you man. Do, you got this you covered, probably, man. You probably do 13 in one day, man. You probably do 13 in your sleep, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're at 13? Oh, that's all right, man. I'll catch, catch up in about two more years. <laughs> oh, man. No, but that's awesome. Listen, man, it's challenging because I had the same uh, uh, idea for it. You know, I, I prayed and God gave me this idea because I wanted to connect with people. I want to hear people's story. I wanted to, uh, you know, and give them, give people that platform too. You know, a lot of people don't feel like they had the time for this that, you know, so I was like, well, join me for 45 minutes out of your time. I'm pretty sure, you know, someone could take 45 minutes out of their time and let's get you public out there. Let's put you on Facebook and YouTube. And I found this service stream and I love it. And I kept it. And I just started working with different ideas. You know, you, you saw the hat, you were already questioning the hat. So I have to work, you know, I'm getting some more stuff, but that's, it'll it'll come with time or whatnot. So, but yeah, people follow him on Going North Podcast. Um, it's available also through those audio platforms, right? Through Spotify and, and whatnot. Perfect. Yeah, man. So listen, Dom, uh, let's talk a little bit about the the certified uh you know self-coach, the expert, the leadership with John Maxwell. How was that? Uh, you've been through the through the whole John Maxwell, because I heard that's pretty rough. <laughs> Uh, I would say it's, well, it's, I guess the, it, let's just say, save up a nice, a few shiny coins. You definitely need a few shiny coins. I'll say that much there. Okay. There was some, there, there was some saving going on too. Like what, whatever yeah. I earned, like I basically put that back into the business. But once I got there, it was, oh man, it, it was one hell of an experience because, um, yeah, it was around August of 2019, went down there, down to Florida, down to Orlando, yep, Orlando, well, and um, right now. Ah, uh, there we go. That's right. Nice and sunny for the most part, with occasional crazy storms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in, the, in a split second, like it's nice and sunny, and in the next thirty minutes, it'll just storm down, and then sun will come right back out, like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like oh, disappear, reappear, and disappear again. Like, exactly. Right. Just whatever you do, don't, do not leave your windows open in Florida because your car will be soaking wet. You never know. What happened. <laughs> it rained. It's crazy, man. So you were, were when you were with the now. How is that certification with the map? Because it's the reason why I ask is I met a Panamanian friend of mine uh, that my wife also knows. Uh, his name is nice. Luis Luis Chu, and he's with the the Four Life company that we're with as well. Uh, he built a good leadership, and he when he talks, uh, you could tell. And he went through the Maxwell thing, and he says that. Even though he didn't make it to like the top, you know, to say a number, maybe top 10, top 20 or 50. But within the Latino community, he was the only one was within the Latino. So that was something that he felt that he accomplished very well. So that's what I'm asking. How was that experience? Like what made you get into that? Is that something you felt that you needed to build your leadership skills as well? Well, to be honest, I see it more of as a tool, to be honest, because it's it's kind of like in a video game and RPG where you get this legendary sword and you basically oh. <laughs> get to fight off all these demons. That's really the way I see yeah. it because the thing about certifications, yeah, heck even back to their conversation about college degrees, like you can be certified, you can have your degree or whatever, but if you can't back it up with your actions and your work, then there's no point in really having it. So before the Maxwell certification, I was already doing speaking training and okay. even had a couple books to my name. And right. after I got certified, that just 
allowed me to have something else to offer to what I already do. So it's real. It, it really wasn't hard per se. The the hardest part about the team is basically choosing which lane to stick with and to stick with choosing one lane and sticking with it because that's okay. where the success is. Because you basically get they 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 basically feed you're drinking from a fire hose when you get certified for the weekend there. And then when you're okay. done, it's like one or two things. You either go into the speaking lane or the coaching lane. And uh-huh. I did a little bit of both, but more on the speaking side, since the that's where I prefer side. to be. Because, you know, I, right. to, to be honest, I have, a, I have a little bit of ego. I like being in, being on stage. So I, yeah. I admit it. And it's like, hey, <laughs> might as well do that and just really just build the business that way through the speaking lane. Because it's great to inspire folks, great to yeah. see folks and enlighten folks and then have the wonderful books in the back of the room or like even a way for folks to have a piece of piece of me, a derivative of myself after it's all said and done. So I wouldn't say it was hard, too hard to really get in once the money was all saved up and had the time and everything okay. prepared for it. Yeah. But the hardest thing afterwards is probably just making sure I stay as focused as I can on one thing. And the one major thing I focus on is the 15 laws of growth. One of John Maxwell's best, one of his probably one of his top ten books, if not top five. Yeah, because most folks like heck, even that book you showed earlier, "Developing a Leader Within You." That was yeah. one of his earlier books, one of his bestsellers. Another exactly. one, like folks like to read, is probably going to be Fifteen Laws of Growth" because there's a particular law in there called the law of trade-offs. Because, like heck, even with the theme of the show, the young entrepreneur mindset, there's going to be a law of trade-offs. You got to trade off one thing another thing there's going to be you have to give up to go up if you really want to advance in whatever you're doing like a like with network marketing like you right. may have to sacrifice some friendships because to be <laughs> honest like to be oh, honest yeah. it's like because folks will be like oh god he's in the darn pyramid he's got the all-seeing illuminati oh, yeah. like, <laughs> like escape yeah. and yeah if you stick with it long enough you set aside enough time and you get among get rise among the ranks and you build your team and all that good stuff recruit enough people then the law of trade-offs, you trade off some relationships for others. And that goes into so many different ways. It does. It does, man. And you know what? You have a good attitude. I like your attitude, your energy. So when you speak in public and you say, like you said, you like to speak, man, you, you, I can see you speaking. And hopefully you come down to Florida. I, I want to see you in person, man, and, and uh, see one of your seminars or something like that. <laughs> so let's talk about your books. I know you have the Going North uh, Tips, t- Techniques to Advance Yourself. Um, stay the course, the lead performance, uh, performance, seven secret keys of sustainable success. Uh, I like this one, crappy to happy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, two lovely ladies, and I believe one of them is actually still in Florida. Um, Kat Cannabis, she actually has a powerful story in one of other books, I believe. I think it was Chaos to Clarity, where okay, and there was also one called Dreams Can Save Your Life, where she actually was her life was spared because she had this she had a powerful dream where these franciscan monks handed her a sutra saying that she had breast cancer that she was the one who had it even Uh though she had a recent doctor appointment where they tested her for it and they had no signs of it so after going through that dream waking up from it she went back to the doctor's office and they tested her because she refused to leave the office until they tested her and comes to find out she had breast cancer and it was all because of that one dream that she really paid attention to. And that's something that young entrepreneurs need to keep in mind that you need to really 
work that instinct muscle that we all have that gut instinct because sometimes in, in our even our spiritual intuition too if you tap into that is that sometimes there are messages that god gives us in different ways god yeah. still speaks to us today it may not just be in the bible but it may also be in certain things like and whatever term you use it for some of the folks who may not be christian listening to this like the universe being open to signs from the universe like that dream was a powerful sign it was a direct sign and she took action on that and that saved her life so her and another wonderful lady reverend ariel patricia who actually was a female marine and she actually was pretty high ranking if i'm not mistaken she was i think she almost made colonel if i'm not mistaken and she shared a few stories as well where (laughs) funny enough um she got a lot of visiting animal spirits that came to her during a time of her divorce especially Mm. during a time when she also even thought of committing suicide because she didn't she didn't she had a low amount of self-worth in their life so those two ladies spearheaded the project and i worked with them interviewing some of their authors with their wonderful company called sacred stories and after interviewing some of their authors i was able to share part of my story and my chapter in the book is called some gifts are wrapped up in adversity because Okay. On Christmas Day, I'm pretty sure you, if you go down and you celebrate Christmas, you have all these wonderful wrapped gifts under the tree. But if you see one of them and they got barbed wire all over it, you're probably not even going to want to touch it. But that's the <laughs> gift that you probably need to open first. So that's the way I like to see it. Adversity yeah. is that barbed wire wrapping paper. And we just got to have the cojones enough to be able to bleed a little bit and open up that package and unleash that gift on the world. Ah, that's awesome, man. That's some powerful words, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. So listen, let's get it. Let's get right into it. What do you have in store for us, Mo? Because I, like I said, I got my pen and paper, man. I'm ready to take some notes because when it comes to uh, coaching leadership, I'm always all ears, man, <laughs> especially with the resume that you have. So uh, again, I appreciate it, man. Anything that you could give us, um, trust me, I'm going to be listening to this podcast many times. So let's talk about the five keys for elite performance. Like when you talk about that, what what are the go ahead, start, man. Is is your podcast, man? Go for it. <laughs> sure, man. Sure thing. So an elite performer, I'll just go ahead and give my definition of an elite performer. And an elite performer is someone who always gives consistent, excellent service to those that they serve, whether it's the company they serve or even their own company. So okay. In an earlier book, Going North, there's a chapter called Life is Customer Service. And folks at first may be like, oh, God, no. Life is customer service. You mean to tell me I got crazy jerks who screw up my fast food orders all the time? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm basically talking about the wonderful laws of cause and effect, the law of good karma and bad karma. The good stuff that you put out into the world will definitely come back to you, even though it may not come expediently back to you. Stuff that you do bad to, to other people. It may come back to you down the road and just really focusing on the fact that if you serve coming through the day and you serve with love within your heart, then good stuff will come back to you. So an elite performer is someone who knows how to deliver consistent, excellent customer service to whatever company they work for, even if it's their own. And the way to give that excellent service is by making sure that you yourself have a champion mindset. And one of the one of like there's multiple ways to have that mindset. I know you're also reading Tim Grover's newest book, Winning. I love that freaking book. Oh man. Like, that book is so freaking good. Oh my like, god, yes. 
yeah, like it, it's a shame he's not reading his entire audiobook because I got an audio too, and I'm going through it now. Like, oh, this is so freaking yeah. good. But yeah, man, that's probably gonna be key number one is mental awareness. Mental, mental awareness. awareness. Because an elite performer is someone who is aware of their mental state. Because if you're going to be an elite performer, you have to be in your peak performance state. And to be in your peak performance state, you have to have the awareness of your mind and what's going on within it. Right. Because your environment will control how you advance in life. If you, Because if you have an environment where it's like a messy house, a messy room, you're not going to be focused on trying to advance or in a way you will be focusing on trying to advance but your environment won't be ready for it because you're filled with so much junk and they sometimes say that the outside is a reflection of the inside so there may be some clutter that you have to declutter out of your life so mental awareness making sure that your environment is ready for you to advance and that your mind is ready for you to advance because one of the biggest things that stuck out to me in in today and why it's a buzzword mindset is because your mind, where your mind goes, that's where we also go because everything in this world yes. that's created, it was created twice once in the mind and then once in reality, like a mm-hmm. chair. Like yeah. someone pictured not having a stand up all day and he said, I'm gonna make a stool, I'm gonna make a chair. You know yeah. what? This chair ain't even comfortable enough. I'm gonna yeah. make me a freaking gaming chair or something, man, to be able to spin around it or something, man. So exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah true. man. It's, yeah, man. So things are always created twice. Mental awareness. And the big okay. thing that anyone can do to expand their mind, grow their mindset is to focus on becoming at least 1% better at something every day. 1% yeah. better at something every day. Every day. And a, one way to do that at the end of every day, day that you lay your head down, whatever your night routine is, ask yourself two questions. What good did I do today? Ask yourself, what good did I do today? And also, what did I learn today? Mm-hmm. And we can always learn something new. Heck, even one of the most powerful things that I've learned is that sometimes it may be okay to just set small goals. Because one thing that I've noticed, because yeah. I'm part of this accountability group, and to really set myself over the edge since I picked up speed reading skills was to read the Bible in 60 days. And wow. I didn't. Yeah, because there's actually you, you can actually Google it. Some people have even done it in the 30 days, but I failed that goal and I had to extend it to 90 days because the other thing about that, too, is like speed is great, but quality is better. Yeah, you can't just slipshod and give people crap because people are going to remember right. you for it. Right. So the thing with the 60 day Bible reading plan, like it can be done. You can if you read 10 chapters a day in the Bible, you'll get it done fast. But the thing is. When you read it, when you retaining, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So that was one of the biggest things that I've learned recently is that it's better to or say, I wouldn't say learn, but something that was reinforced is that it's better to focus on quality instead of speed. It's great to go fast. We're in the U.S. We want to go fast all day long. (laughs) We want to get it done now. (laughs) Especially with technology. Uh, The technology demands everyone that wants to do everything fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, and go ahead, go ahead. That. I know yeah. you're right, man. Freaking Amazon Prime spoiled us, man. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> number one, mental awareness. Yeah, man. Yes, indeed. Number two, number, number two, two before curfew will be influence awareness. Influence, influence awareness. Awareness. Okay. Uh, yes, indeed, because I'm 
since you read developing leader within you, I'm pretty sure you're, well, I'm not sure how long ago you read it, but I'm pretty sure you've heard John Maxwell say that leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing yeah. less. Like people see and people do. It's either you're being sold to or you're selling to someone else. Like sell or be sold. It's sell like, hey, sold. yeah, exactly. So basically with influence awareness, it's all being aware of what's around you in your environment. And it all ties in with this one because influence awareness basically deals with brain care. And brain oh, care is oh brain care okay brain care. yeah yeah and brain care is not just like hey take a mental health day there's more to it than that like what are you feeding your mind mentally like another yeah. classic book I recommend to other folks to read if they haven't read already is as a man think of sixty four pages pocket sized book like your mind is a garden you have to tend to it daily like they are, mm. are going to be weeds in there depending yeah. on what you take in on the daily oh it's, that's awesome it, yeah man and yeah. even. And even though you may feel like, man, I got, I live in an apartment. I got no garden. I ain't even got no indoor plants, man. But we all have indoor plants. It's within our minds. And you have uh-huh. to basically tend to it daily. So are you watching things that are basically benefit you down the road? Are you tuning into this podcast on the daily? Because there's so much stuff that my man Angel has out there that you can repeat over and learn again, especially yeah. with a couple episodes about marketing if you're an entrepreneur. Are you like spending all your day on Netflix? Like, I'm sure there's, there's good stuff on Netflix, too, like documentaries or whatnot, but not spending yeah. your whole time binging on that. Are you exactly. on like are you on on YouTube absorbing some other stuff that's good for you and then even taking some action from that stuff, too? Because the other thing that thing about influence awareness is that it's great to have those positive influences around you, but you have to also take some kind of positive action forward. So that way your time is well spent and it's not well wasted. Because we can well waste time every freaking day of our lives. Yeah, I know. Even on YouTube. I mean, YouTube is, is so many stuff you could watch. But, for example, when I was watching YouTube, there's a couple of things. I watch YouTube. Like, if I want to see some sport highlights, I'll go to YouTube. I'll catch up with whatever game, you know, stuff like that. But that's where I started learning about podcasts was in YouTube. How to do with podcasts, you know, and, and getting all these, you know, equipments and lightings and microphones. You know, so I, every time I went to YouTube. I was doing my research to see what reviews, especially reviews. I mean, if you're going to buy a cell phone, computer, if you want to review, go to YouTube. Yeah, man. That's the thing now. Like, you don't have to wait for these big corporations. It ain't like the year 2000 where maybe <laughs> 5% of USA has camcorders and you have to put on a little that- cassette tape or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can do it right on your freaking phone to start there, man. Like, it's so easy to start, like, from your home on your phone like That's like we it. have we have million dollar machines here basically <laughs> wow it's crazy man so uh influence awareness correct yes sir anything, anything else on that one or we're gonna go to number three? Oh, i think we'll go to number three this is All for right. this will make it the mit the magical mitt okay. <laughs> 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 yeah man so the oven mitt swag the t in this is time awareness time, time awareness. awareness oh man yeah, man. A lot I'm of us so, are familiar. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. No, no, I'm sorry. I just that's something because I I had a um I had a, a a YouTube video that I did the other day. It's called the Five Habits of uh, Entrepreneur Mindset. Yep. And, and if I, by the way, people go ahead and watch it because when the, one of those uh, tips that I had was time management. I'm very oh my god, I stress out with time because I hate to be late. 
I'd rather be early and it's so much. But anyways, go ahead, go ahead. Time awareness. Oh, no, you're right, man. I remember getting to that part where you like to show up early, like in the military, and, and your wife be like, man, why we have to leave so early all the time? Yeah. I just don't want to be late. <laughs> <laughs> well, even like people, as I say, people have an interview and they get to, you know, I say if you if you made it on time, you're late. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. So my interview's at 1.30. I'll be there at 1.15. No, man, you got to get there early and prepare yourself. You know, get, you look at yourself in the mirror, check your clothes, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's just me. But anyways, time awareness. Go ahead. No, don't worry, man. A lot of successful people are like that, man. Got to show up early. And the reason why time awareness, I call it time awareness as opposed to time management, is because truth be told from listening to a few other experts and another, (laughs) this might be the book recommendation hour. I'll see how many books I can recommend within a reason before this interview is over. A nice little (laughs) book from uh, a lovely lady out in texas by the name of mara neville thomas and the book is called attention management attention management and this book came out i'd say around 2019 Mm. and it's filled with great tips and everything and she mentions how time management is a lie because we all have the same amount of time the richest and the poorest people in the world they share this one thing and probably a couple other things in common is that we all have the same amount of time every single day. That's right, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 1,440 minutes every day. We get the same amount. And And where your attention goes during that amount of time is where you should be aware of. So basically being aware of where your attention goes, thus showing where your time goes. And ever since I learned about her and that wonderful title of attention management, it makes so much sense because like we, like a lot of humans, we like to be in control. And if we're not in control, we'll basically go to the grocery store and buy all the toilet paper. So it's like, you don't want to go too crazy and do all that. <laughs> you just had to throw that one in there, huh? Yeah, I just had to. Because <laughs> it's so true, man. We like to be in control. So That's it's awesome. like, like if we can't really be truly in control of time because time is so darn fickle, it moves fast when you don't want it to, and it moves slow when you don't want it you to. You don't want it to. <laughs> so it's like, well, I'm also managed what I'm doing with the time in terms of where my attention is going. So yeah. one, so one thing that folks can do that I've done myself, and there's many names for it, but my favorite name for it is the 15 minute miracle, where you basically schedule out your whole day into 15 minute blocks you schedule your time first week first week or two you basically keep track of how much time you expend in certain areas so eight hours of sleep or four or two depending on the situation like all right put sleep in those bricks then once you get up okay got up and brushed my teeth i got showered had breakfast put those blocks in there and then seeing where your time is going and then it's like if you get to the end of the first week of the second week and realize, oh, crap, I spent four straight hours on Netflix. Oh, we should have spent five straight hours on YouTube since wow. Google knows how to track me down and list my favorites and recommends on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> Algorithm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, those those things are dangerous. Those things are, yeah, dangerous. That's the best word for it, dangerous. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so basically keeping track of your time, seeing where it goes, and then from that, where you can actually make the following weeks better, by planning out your whole day and other wonderful time blocks and scheduling them out for the better, because I've done that activity multiple times. It, I'd say around three different times. The first time, even though it wasn't 15 minutes, it was probably about they 
but it's like half hours. It was high school, then it was college. At funny enough, at the community college, funny enough, and then with also a few years ago with my day job with my manager who was coaching me through some stuff. So that that activity, because like that, those three different phases of life, and that's the other thing too. Another reason why I like to call it time awareness. Yeah, people subconsciously change themselves at least a good every six years i'd say every good six years because i know you angel you're you're not the same angel from six years ago you probably partied a hell of a lot more six years ago probably <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> you might not have been buried six years ago yeah okay. so i wasn't saying i wasn't the same person three months ago mm-hmm. yeah so yeah time awareness being aware of the time that you have every day being aware of where it goes and what you do with it and when you're aware of it, you'll be able to better control what you do within that time. Okay, perfect. Yeah, awesome. man. All right. Number four? Number four is C, connection awareness. Connection awareness. Connection awareness. And in the wonderful book, Stay the Course, one of my favorite lines that I even italicized is a powerful question to the reader. And that is, is your Wi-Fi signal open to the wonderful connections that you can receive? Because we have Wi-Fi signals on our laptops, our phones, our smartphones, looking for Wi-Fi so we can connect to the Internet and veg out on the zombie apocalypse device and scroll through life. But is your Wi-Fi signal open within yourself? Are you allowing yourself to be a magnet for wonderful people to come into your life? Because life moves at the speed of our relationships. To be honest, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation today if I didn't take the steps nine years ago. Now, my goodness, almost 2012 was nine years ago, which is crazy to me. So if I didn't take those steps nine years ago, we might not have been having this conversation today because one of the most powerful things that elite performers do, they stay around folks that will see the best within themselves. They see the riches within themselves because story I like to tell a lot is one when I was handing out these reading lists to people called the 100 books or dynamic living as a way to set myself apart, as opposed to handing out the business cards, like a lot of people do in the BC era before COVID because business yeah. cards end up in one of three places, either one, they really like you and they actually keep it Two, yeah. It ends up in the trash, which trash. is probably 95% of them, or they're nice enough to keep it on them and they put it in a nice little pile and then they find it a few years later, like who the fudge is this? And they, then they throw it in the trash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that so, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Cause that funny that that even happened to me. Like that's even one of the reasons why my pastor puts his face on the business card, because there's a higher chance that you'll remember who hands you face. the card. And because people remember faces more than names and they're like, okay, I know this person. I can put the, face to the card to the name like okay i might contact him then that's another thing too so in addition to that i basically handed out these reading lists and one lady i handed the reading list to she looked at the list looked right back at me looked at the list then looked right back at me and asked me where my book was on this list and at the time i was around a good 23 and i'm like the hell am i gonna write about i'm freaking 23 i got nothing to say <laughs> granted a oh. couple years earlier I went through a car accident and started the <laughs> the decline journey with my caregiving for my dying father on top of a couple other things in my life that I didn't even really draw out. And right. she was like, hey, how about a year from today, you write 
your own book and then you can put your own name on this list as an author and i'm like nah i'm good you are too intense woman i am out and <laughs> she was like okay how about one better how about we both write our books a year from today we'll both be a published author's year from today and i was like nah chick you are way too intense i'm out of here and i went wow. about my business and then when I told another buddy of mine about what happened, he was like, hey, how about you write a book, man? Because this was like November 2015 when this happened. And November is known as National Write Your Own Novel Month. So he's like, hey, man, this is the perfect time for you to write your book. <laughs> and, and I'm like, nah, nah, I think nature's great. And he was like, okay, wow. fine. And funny enough, he didn't even stop there. We had a Toastmasters meeting a couple days later. Mm-hmm. And in the speech, I was required to do a Q&A session. And oh. when it got to the Q&A session, he was the first person to ask the question. He was like, hey, <laughs> hey, Dom, so uh, when are you writing your book, buddy? <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, no. <laughs> Leave in me alone. Head, like, yes, that's what that's what I said in my head. And then I was like, I was quiet. I was staying aside. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't want to look like a punk in front of these people right now. So I yeah. said, you know what? A year for today, got to write my freaking book. Everybody was just getting applause, and they're like, "Yeah, go, Dom, go do it." And took my seat. And I was like, "Ah, oh, crap, I am screwed." And then after <laughs> the meeting was over, ran home, wrote fourteen pages of raw content that became the last chapter for my first ever book, Going North. Yeah, that led to the other book, the podcast, and of course, uh, got another book coming out this year called Pod Book at the Three Phases of Greatness oh, by cool. writing a book starting a podcast and creating a legacy and those victories would have never happened back to the lady who saw potential within myself. So Uh true leaders are those that see the riches within them that in others that they don't see within themselves. themselves. Yes. So in this wonderful space of entrepreneurship, you may hear the word value thrown around a little too much, at least in my opinion, where to say, Hey, I want to add value to your life. Well, the thing is, Every single human being, especially if you're listening right now, you have value already. Already. You just need someone to help you realize that value and unlock it in your life. So that way you can go into the world and continue to share what value you have with the rest of the world. Amen. Amen to that, brother. Absolutely, man. Perfect. Let's keep going. Uh, Yes, that's right. We're on the thumb, baby. The H, habit awareness. Habit (laughs) awareness. Habit awareness. Yeah, man, that's right. You show me your friends, I'll show you your future. If you show me your habits, you also show me your future, too, because uh-huh. the thing is, those you hang around are those you'll eventually become. What you listen to is yeah. what you become. What yeah. you watch is what you eventually become, because what we take in through our eyes, that goes into our mind, and then we subconsciously act it out. It all leads to habits, and what we do after a while will definitely show up. One of the Worst habits anyone can have is a bad sleep pattern. And there's folks out there with insomnia. Now, the thing mm-hmm. is with the pandemic last year, me, like everyone mm-hmm. else, we were, or say around 90% of the wonderful country and parts of the world, we're stuck at home and every day felt like the same, even though we had the sun and the moon to tell us whether it was day or night. Yeah. But really the thing was the sleep was thrown off and then a lot of folks may have gained the COVID-19 instead of the freshman 15, you know, as a portion or even the COVID-20 instead of yeah. the freshman 15 <laughs> with this whole darn pandemic. That's crazy. And the thing is, like, there was actually a study done. 
I forgot exactly where it was from, but I believe it was back in 2000, 2008 when they did the study. They mentioned how over $3 billion of productivity was lost in this country alone because of bad sleep, a lack of sleep. Because when, when you don't have enough sleep in your life, you're more yeah. irritable. If you do some, if you have a gym routine and you work out and try to get gains, you won't get gains because your body won't have enough time to actually rest and really mm-hmm. allow your body to retain what it's gained and actually make those gains happen for you. So being more irritable, not getting that rest and being short with people, like a lack of sleep is definitely one of the things. And it also leads to weight gain too. Like you'll, you'll gain, oh, yeah. you won't, you won't gain muscle. You'll just gain some, you'll just gain some dad Fact. bod swag. Basically you'll yeah. gain that, you'll gain that extra skin material. You'll get that six pack exactly. covering basically. <laughs> Yeah, you, you'll gain something, but you you want you don't want to gain that. Yeah, exactly. That's something you don't want to gain. It's like, oh crap, let me do some curls, some sit ups here, and get this thing back to where it needs to be. And Look, that was like one you of the. Said, if, if you don't get that sleep, man, you know you, you can't even focus. And then if you're into mm-hmm. you know your business or you're trying to motivate people or you're coaching, or you're you know call yourself a leadership. You know, you if you don't get that rest, that's that's important, man. Very important. Yeah, man. That's right, because leadership starts with you. No, it it's, it doesn't involve a title or a position. No, it because doesn't. it starts with you first. You right. yourself are a leader, like you, the person looking in the mirror every morning. You yourself are a leader. You lead right where you are. You lead yourself, and then others may find you contagious in a good way, and they may want to pick up some of your habits. So why not be a great example of good habits that others want to pick up and apply to their own life? Exactly. That's awesome, man. So we got the mental awareness, number one, uh, influence awareness, time awareness, connection awareness, and habit awareness. Top five keys to elite performance by my man, Dominique Brightman. That's perfect, man. I appreciate that, man. This is some good tips, man. This is something that uh, I'm going to be working on and, and definitely listening to this podcast again, man. And before we end uh, the segment and all that, what tips can you give for, because uh, I have other friends that do podcasts and whatnot, and maybe they want to get more episodes or more. What, what tips can you give for, or maybe someone that's listening right now, let's say, you know what, I'm thinking I want to do a podcast, you know, kind of like what Angel's doing or, or what other people are doing. What tips can you give us on, on the podcast? Sure. I'll give you three. So the first one, have fun. Definitely have fun. Have fun. If, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because if. Because the thing about podcasting, a lot of folks, especially last year when news went around that Spotify signed Joe Rogan for $150 million, they're like, hey, wait wow. a second. Like, hey, he got a contract for talking to people for freaking 10 freaking years. Like, Are all right, I'm going to start a po- I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, he. That's the reason. Yeah, that's the reason why Joe Rogan's podcast is only on Spotify now because they gave him that nice bag because the thing was – like the thing was, Joe Rogan was doing a lot of things. The podcast wasn't even his biggest thing he was known for at the time. He, he was exactly. doing Fear Factor, doing yeah. he was a commentator on UFC. UFC. Yeah. And he has one hell of a mean roundhouse kick. That thing is sick. Like, yeah. The, the re, like just seeing that kick, how fast it is, and the reverb wow. off the damn bag. But yeah. And thing is, like, the podcast wasn't even his main thing. That was just something that he learned from, and he felt like he really got basically got it around episode 150 
and he's over a thousand plus episodes in now because wow he basically was doing it for fun he's he kept a professional for the most yeah. part and he's also a stand-up comedian too so i'm sure with the podcast it's also a laboratory for him to practice some of his jokes and communicating yeah. with others and conversing with others and so have yeah, go ahead. Um, no, I think when he, I saw him because I I heard about his podcast when he had Elon Musk and he, Elon Musk was uh, smoking that thing. <laughs> yeah, That's man. I guess he got more fame with that alone right there, man. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's something you don't think of every day. It's like, wait, a billionaire smoked weed on freaking the internet? <laughs> on yeah. Fre- basically today's live TV? Like what? <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. So that was a tip number one. Okay, number two for the podcast. Have fun, number one. Yep, number two, when you launch, don't wait too long to start because mm. the, you start before you're ready. That's the thing. Um, you learn as you go. That's what happened to me. I was like, I don't know how to do this, but let's just start with episode one, and next thing you know, here I am. Yeah, yep. because, yeah, man, my podcast itself, it didn't have a perfect launch. I originally had a idea called 50 days of inspiration we're on day 50 the podcast would launch because it was going to be a big surprise but the thing was i only had 47 inspirational quotes because the thing was it was like oh yeah it's 50 days of inspiration like inspirational quote every day on day 50 the podcast launches like oh nope didn't launch that didn't launch after that then i waited another month because i didn't have all the technology ready i had the interviews done but i didn't have them edited and polished up enough and oh. then I had to wait another two weeks and I had to put them on SoundCloud. And then I eventually used Lipson to put them up there to where it eventually got on iTunes and all these other wonderful places so it could be syndicated. So yeah. basically start before you're ready, because when you when you start, you'll basically learn as you go. Like you just said, my man, that's yeah, really the thing, man. Yeah, that's cool. All right. So number three. And number three, head over to DonBrightman.com and sign for an email list because I got 20 other tips in a nice little free ebook for your listeners called The 21 Lessons Learned from Two Plus Years of Podcasting. Perfect, man. <laughs> I love your voice, man, because when I first uh, I clicked on your thing, I thought I'd say, is that Barry White? He <laughs> I said, is this Barry White on the pocket? Did he use a voiceover? <laughs> I was like, who's this guy, man? I had to listen a couple of times like, Wow, that is him. That's his voice. He got that smooth <laughs> voice, man. <laughs> I thought you were using Barry White as a voiceover or something, man. That was funny. Hey, Dom, man, I appreciate your time, bro. And, man, this, I had a fun. I had a good time, man. You made me laugh, man. I enjoy this. Um, I'm looking forward to another one uh, sometime in the future, man. I, I'll definitely uh, contact you again, man, and we'll talk again, man. I appreciate it. When is the, you said you're working on another book, right? Yes, sir. So be on the lookout for that one, October 2021. Oh, October 2021. Okay, this, but this is going to be a book more reference to podcasts? Yeah, man, podcast, man. So pod, if you want to launch a podcast, you want to write and publish your book and create a legacy from both of them and become a bookcaster, this is the book you definitely want to pick up. So when you subscribe to the email, you should get more details about it, and you'll be able to keep up with some extra stuff that I don't share on social media, too, so. Exactly. Definitely going to look out for that. Okay, perfect. So what we'll do is I'm going to uh, uh, commit to you for October. So when you launch that book, we'll do a podcast just about that book so everyone can get that book, and we'll talk about that. All right? Woohoo! Thanks again, Angel, man. You're the amazing dude, my man. <laughs> Thank you, Dom. I appreciate it, man. You have a ble- uh, rest of the evening. 
enjoy the rest of your week man god bless you take care all right brother all righty man thanks again all right man you take care man a good a good seeing you and good meeting you man Woo-hoo. take it easy all right brother there you go guys once again the young entrepreneur mindset podcast what a great episode what a great man man i, I really enjoyed this uh podcast man this this is wonderful so uh look him up dominic brightman he's on facebook he has his youtube channel he has uh, Instagram, Twitter, all the social medias. Uh, look up his books, uh, Going North book. Uh, what was the other one? Crappy to Nappy. Uh, crappy to Happy. <laughs> Sorry. And Stay the Course. So, And he also has a podcast, uh, Going North podcast. So look him up. And in October, I'm going to have him again uh, talking about his book. He's going to have a podcast book. So once again, guys. There you go. The five keys to elite performance. Go ahead and listen once again to this podcast. I'm going to have the audio download so you guys can listen to you in your car, your cell phone, or office, or whatnot. So, guys, thank you again. Please share this content. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I just want to leave you guys with a positive note, a positive word here from uh, the gospel, as it says here on Proverbs. 15 forces, kind words bring life, cruel, cruel words crush your spirit. And trust me, today I received some really kind words from this young man. I appreciate him and I appreciate his time. Guys, thank you again for joining this podcast. I'll see you next episode this Friday. Put it on your calendar. Friday, June 18th, I'm going to have uh, Dr. Deborah Muth. Dr. Deborah is a, uh, she's more of a doctor that has to do with uh, natural medicine. Okay, so this Friday, June 18th, but it's not going to be at 7 p.m. It's going to be at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. And on the Central Time, where she's from, it's going to be at 2.30 p.m. Central Time. So Dr. Deborah is going to be with me this Friday. All right. So, guys, thank you again. Have a great rest of the week. And I'll see you Friday on my next episode. God bless and take care.